Hello, I'm Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. Today, I would like to talk about a concept called separation is an illusion. Yes, in a world where everybody is trying to separate from each other in all kinds of various disturbing ways, I just want to take a few minutes to talk about what an illusion this really is on every level. I've been disturbed while also enlightened while witnessing this warring world recently, especially in this last year. Now, this hasn't, this has just like been the boiling point. It's like starting a, a pan of soup 10 years ago that was, you know, kind of a little cooking and got warm. And we have just reached, I think, not only a boiling point at this point in our history. I really believe we have now boiled over. I hit my tipping point. Uh, you know, I try to be peaceful and mindful and understand everybody and compassionate and realize everybody's suffering on different levels. But boy, did I hit the tipping point and a breakdown this week. I was devastated and shocked when I saw on the news that somebody in Dallas had glued razor blades to the bottom of a Trump campaign sign this week and plunged it into the ground at an early polling place in um, Dallas. And it was in front of an official polling site and an official polling sign. So, um, you know, a person went to drop off somebody to vote that morning and saw it and said, well, this, you know, needs to be moved because it's right in front of the polling place. And I know we all know this. You're not allowed to have, you know, political signs uh, right outside of a polling place. So they picked it up and went to move it. But, you know, it was early morning. It was dark. And as he lifted it. He felt the blood running down his hands and his pants. and um, He had picked it up, and I know you know this, it was pushed so deep in the ground, he pulled it up to move it and um, cut himself. I, I, what kind of person would know that a sign has to be moved right in front of a polling place and would, uh, you know, just rig it for someone or booby trap it for someone to do that much harm. It was just un unbelievable shocking to me. Then in Michigan, uh, another sign, another Trump sign, a 52-year-old municipal employee, a sweet man who had been working for the city for a long time, was told that morning to go out and pick up and move, excuse me, pick up and move all the signs in that particular area because they were required to be 33 feet from the center of roadways. Um, and this particular sign was way too close. It was uh, nine feet too close to the street. So anyway, he was around picking up signs all over town, putting them in the back of his city truck. When he went to remove these particular Trump signs, all of a sudden, again, he felt the pain. Uh, and this was very deep cut because it was deeply uh, hammered into the ground. And the bottom edge, both sides had had huge razor blades taped all along the bottom edge. And this particular man received severe lacerations to three of his fingers, and it required more than 13 stitches at the hospital. So this, this is how sweet this man is. He was, what he was most concerned about is they're stitching him up in the emergency room, is why would somebody set a booby trap to, to harm somebody? And all he could think of was his grandchildren and children. He said, what if a child would have picked that up? It would have cut off their fingers. So um, 
even repeating these two stories right now, I have a plethora of feelings. I have tons of emotions, anger, horror, sadness, even despair. Like, how did we get here? Honestly. I mean, seriously? So um, what is going on with this ensuing insanity, this hate and feeling that it's me against you? It, what has driven us to so much separation that we feel it's our right to hurt another person or to destroy our planet through climate change or, or, or decide that you're not going to wear a mask, not just to save my own life, but to save the lives of others? We are continually discovering and creating ways to separate ourselves from others. And it's, it's just reached unbelievable proportions at this point. Over time, our collective mindset has led us towards an alienating false sense of separation. I mean, seriously, our human systems that we have created on this planet Earth are based on the illusion that we're separate, that there is the illusion of separation. And some of the examples are... For an example, first and foremost, I think, is race. Uh, our skin across the globe is a kaleidoscope of colors. Um, red, brown, different shades of white, all these different colors. I can, I mean, I can give you an organ or donate you blood regardless of your skin color. Um, our skin color, though, has become a barrier for judgment, laws, ideologies, and sufferings. I mean, my husband's a physician, my daughter's a physician, I work in this field, um, and it's insane because they live in the inside of human beings and we're all the same, so the whole race thing is so counterintuitive to us, but it has become this huge flashing light of separation, which is a total illusion. And how about politics? Blue and red, Congress, the White House, it's, it's just sick, it's become a perversion, um, I, I mean, it's COVID. It is my right not to wear a mask. It's my freedom. You know, it's my First Amendment right of speech. Dear God in heaven, it's your right to expose other people and kill other people. It's insane. How about climate change? People saying it's a hoax. I, I don't believe in that science. It's not. Everything is still the same. Um, how can we separate ourselves from... We've seen more hurricanes this year than ever in the history of the world. How about the fires? God bless all the people on the West Coast and in the mountains uh, watching their whole lives burn down. Um, it, it, what do you mean there, there's no climate change? Um, and, and science has become devalued and not believed. How do you think my husband, I live with two scientists and I'm a scientist, and my daughter feel every day when people are literally spitting in their faces because they don't believe in science. But here's the deal. What happens when they get a fever or get in a car wreck or end up in my daughter's ICU? They must believe a little in science when that happens, but then they have this dichotomy or schizoid behavior of, oh, but it's COVID or climate change or, or race. or I, I, That's what I'm trying to say is it's, it's really just unbelievably, unbelievably disconnected. Then I'm going to throw in greed. You know, things are my stock, my 401k, my security. When, when we're looking around with millions of people with an hourly wage that you try to support yourself uh, with 30 or 40 hours a week or even 60 on a, a minimum wage that we have in this country. Uh, it's, and you're going to be living below the poverty level. So how have we, how, how can we believe all these things? And 
families are estranged now because of politics, because of COVID, because of masks, because of... We did not have this kind of family estrangement before. They said there are new studies that show in the last years, COVID with the economy, with this raging political divide, you know, uh, what, 40% of our families, 30, someone is estranged in a family. This is tragic. This is tragedy. And then also, how about the government? You know, what was it? In the 1960s, 12% of people did not trust the government. Now it's 72% of Americans do not trust the government. And these militias are uprising all over going, you know, we're the real new government. We've got to throw over this um, subversive secret government that's trying to destroy us. Un because, and these are all based and rooted in philosophies of separation and, and even home architecture. I mean, we studied how architectures changed over the years. When I was young, we had front porches. Everybody had front porches. So if Helen down the street had a sick baby or somebody died or somebody needed a babysitter or somebody was hobbling down the street, whatever went on, everybody knew it on the street and helped each other or decided what they would do for each other. Then in the 50s and 60s, the architecture changed. We put porches on the back. And when we did that, we quit caring for each other as much. Um, we became isolated on our back porch, and now we've created our own worlds, our own ideologies, our own people we want to have over in our backyard. And we don't know the people that live next to us down the street to care for each other, to have a collective consciousness, to realize separation is an illusion. So, and, and it's also, I believe, led to this COVID crisis that we're in right now. I believe, you can laugh at me, I think this is some kind of divine unfolding. I think it's more than a disease. I think things happen to show us our wounds or our brokenness or where we've gone astray. Whether it, Think about your own life. Whether it's you got fat, you got skinny, your boyfriend left you, um, one of you had an affair in a marriage, your child's estranged. Something ha has to happen lots of times as tragic and huge as it is to get our attention. Because we're just too busy. We live in chaos and we manage chaos. So our awareness is, has become really bland. Toxic philosophies become a pandemic across our world. Remember, toxic philosophies. And these are some of them. Competition versus collaboration. You know, we believed in this free enterprise system and this wonderful place that we live in America. Compete, compete, compete. At, you know, athletics. But really what is the salvation is collaboration. Healthy competition is good. I'm not going to say that. But it's become a narcissistic type of weird, strange competition. And versus collaboration. When I'm better and I have insurance and you have insurance or I'm taken care of or we take care of the client, I mean the climate, it's collaboration and we all become better. And again, this whole COVID crisis, this pandemic has brought up a beautiful problem that we have. In the world, but especially in the United States, independence or individualism, which we prize as our gold standard, versus interdependence. This climate crisis, this COVID crisis, this political crisis, everything is about bringing to light interdependence is why we're human. Interdependence is the purpose, the reason that we're here, what we're supposed to learn what we're supposed to be rooted in. This rapid and radical independence and individualism is slaughtering America, and it's slaughtering the world right now. 
and it's bred me against you, a philosophy of scarcity instead of abundance. It's us against them, the United States against other countries, me against my neighbors because they're red or blue or purple in philosophy. Uh, COVID, me against them or us against them with masks, dear God. And also isolation and protectionism versus community and family. We cannot live. The United States can't build walls around each other. Look what COVID has shown us in protectionism. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. We've got to have a global vaccine. Um, and, and ask, if you think that you don't believe me, ask the CEOs of these multinational corporations. Ask the airline industry and travel and our healthcare system globally. <laughs> Community family connection is our only salvation, not isolation and protectionism that we have historically believed would save America. And also blame versus responsibility. Please, victim, you know, blaming is victimology. we got to stop this. The political parties blame each other. Religion or non-religion people, the people that are religious blame the people that aren't. The people that aren't blame religions. Let's all just kind of, you know, tap it down and take responsibility. Take responsibility for every choice we make, every breath we take, Blame versus responsibility. And also ego versus co-creation. For an example, this is all about me getting the house I want, the car I want, my kids going to school, me clothing them, saving on my 401k, ego. I can do this. I will do this. This is my right. This is my goal. This is about me, not about us. Whereas co-creation is the reason that we're here. That When you say, I believe in co-creation, you're saying, I trust the life process that's unfolding. All I do is with and because of others. We are all interdependent by nature. Uh, we're part of the web of life. And it's a very compassionate, loving way to live. So let's talk a little deeper about separations and illusion. Facts that support it. Science tells us this in quantum physics. Albert Einstein said, separation is an optical illusion and his lifetime in physics and quantum physics showed us all that. Everything is energy. Everything's connected to us. The water in the ocean and the clouds in the sky, the trees, the animals, you, me, the world around us. Everything comes from the same source and returns to it. Everything is one. Thoughts and feelings are energy as well. So everything we think and feel has an influence on everything and everybody on this planet. We create our reality because the mind rules over us, right? So if we keep thinking it's me against you, my politics are right, my this is right and it's against you, and I wake up every day thinking that or my neighbor next door, it creates your reality. But the latest scientific discoveries show that this is all wrong. Solid reality turns out less solid than it appears. For an example, if I'm standing here and you're standing 12 feet apart of me, I see you as a, a part away from me and separate from me. But I see two solid masses, your body and my body. Then I see the tree standing next to us and I see the car parked 20 feet away from us. And it seems that we're all separate. But what we know in quantum physics is every single thing is filled with energy. And there's actually probably more energy in the solid space between you and I that looks empty, but there's atoms and molecules. It's packed with them. So we're just one form of all this energy, but we assume that when we see a tree, I see you, I see me, I see a car, 
that there's nothing between us. But in fact, solid matter isn't solid. If you look at your body, we look solid, right? The dog next to you looks solid. It's not. There are, is, there are massive amounts of space and particles and molecules between each cell of your body. It's very cool. It's just that we happen to be rotating and evolving in a, in a space that makes us look like we're one. Uh, a German physicist, um, uh, Max Planck, uh, was the first to prove that in 1911, that the empty space between the planets and the atoms is indeed overflowing with energy. It's called zero-point energy. But anyway, I love quantum physics, and it just proves all this. Also, biology. Again, we're all scientists in our family and doctors in microcosm and macrocosm. Our body cells are talking to each other every moment, every nanosecond. The same particles and atoms that compose our body and construct that construct the universe. Our body is energy. It's not separate from each other or nature or anything. It's all one flow of energy into each other. It's so cool. When I touch a tree or look at a tree, it's flowing into me, grass, you, even me talking to you right now. I feel you flowing into me and I'm flowing into you and that almost makes me cry because I wish I could see your face. I wish I could, but what I'm going to do is I'm, do a lot of guided imagery, I'm going to imagine our hearts as being as one, uh, beating, and your blood flowing through me and your energy. I mean, it's, it's a very cool and loving way to live, too. Next is nature. Nature tells us that separation is an illusion. Look at climate change. The earth's warming. That's a fact. And human activity is the primary cause. Climate disruptions put our food and water supply at risk. They endanger our health, jeopardize our national security, and they threaten our basic human needs. You know, higher temperatures, melting glaciers, severe flooding. If you don't believe it, would you look at all the hurricanes that are destroying the southeast? And I live in Atlanta, and we get the tail end of this every single time almost. God bless New Orleans and the coast. And also, if you don't believe it, would you please look at the fires that have been the worst in recorded human history on the west coast and in the mountain areas. This is terrifying. I mean, it should be getting our attention, I would say. And here is Chief Seattle, the wisdom keeper of hundreds of years ago, when he said, and I love this quote, it's on our website, of things that we believe. All things share the same breath, the beast, the tree, the man. The air shares its spirit with all the life it supports. Man does not weave this web of life. He is merely a strand of it. Whatever he does to the web, he does to himself. This is the wisdom of the Native Americans. Also, there, is, you know, there are clear examples of connection. We have great Harvard studies that show, do you know that if you just have a flower or a plant in your house, you have less depression, less anxiety, and experience less stress, and you're also more optimistic? So separation is an illusion. For some reason, the molecules of that plant have an effect on you. Isn't this cool? On your mind, body, soul. Next, studies of people talking or touching plants. You can sit there and talk to a tree, and it's changed its root system. It's changed um, the amount of oxygen that it's, it's emitting into the world. It's very cool. So, uh, And we have studies where we take plants in, in experimental rooms, and you can talk to it or sing to it, and we watch the plant change. And then over time, and then what we watch also is our blood pressure and heart rate change. So cool. And music changes plants, humans, and animals. We also look at drumming. It almost immediately changes the brain and the chemistry of the body. And it also changes, if you drum outside, it changes um, plants and trees and even changes the wind velocity. 
And of course, we know music changes plant growth. It changes us as humans, our brain and our chemistry in our body, and it changes animals. And look at ecotherapy. It's one of the biggest things we're using in therapy now. The cadence and rhythm of nature transforms everything, okay? Separation is an illusion, okay? Mind-body medicine. We're learning more about every single thing that affects your health, which we never knew before. Um, psychology teaches us that the emotional states, our emotional states totally affect nature, and it also affects us. It affects the animals that live with us. In humans, one of the most social species, social interaction is essential to nearly every aspect of our health and well-being. When we lack connection or we feel loneliness, our inflammation in our body goes up. We have accelerated age, aging, cardiovascular uh, problems happen, suicide, early mortality. Every part of us changes when, we, um, when we're isolated. And then, of course, religions, religion, all religions tell us that, um, you know, we're connected. We're one. We're one human family. We're one community. We're to sacrifice for each other. The golden rule is in all religions and spiritualities. Look at Jesus, heaven and earth. We're one family. Separation is an illusion, in my opinion, is the total message of Christ. If you think about what his heart and what he came here to teach us, separation from God separation from nature, separation from each other, race, whatever. That's what Christ came here to show us and embody. And, and look at the uh, parable of the Good Samaritan. Everybody looked at that Samaritan as somebody separate, dirty, somebody unclean, somebody you should just let stay in the ditch. And what was that parable about? No. This man ran across, picked him up, took him, fed him, clothed him. Separation is an illusion is what Jesus was saying. We are one human family. Buddha, you know, Buddhism, of course, you know, they believe that physics is everything. Everything is one. And mindfulness is our awareness about this. Our emotions are a mirror to ourselves. And, and if you think about all spiritualities tell us, gurus, great teachers, great lovers of people and humankind, there is no separation. So where do we go from here? Okay. Everything in our universe is interconnected. We're a particle. We're a piece of the web of life. We are constantly active in the act of co-creation. So it's really, really important that we are aware of this. So let me use an acronym that I use a lot. ACE your life, A-C-E. So A is for awareness. How about becoming more aware of your choices and your emotions? Our five senses are receptors and energy centers. They ebb and flow like the ocean. So we can experience our senses in two ways. Our sight, sound, taste, smell, feeling. One is to objectify everything. Okay, so when I pick up a pencil, I touch a tree. They're objects. They're other. It's, you know, the dog is separate from me. My neighbor is separate. What I'm seeing when I watch the wind blow is separate. The second way you can choose to experience life is experience everything as connected, as one, as we allow experiences and objects to flow in and out. We're one with that. So I'm one with my dog. I'm one with the wind. I look at the sun. I'm one with the sun. And I can be transformed and enlightened by this. So A is awareness. And, and here, take it seriously. You can really change your life. Write it down. Take a piece of paper and write it down. Start becoming aware of how you're experiencing weather. 
how you're experiencing your neighbor. Are you judging them? Do you not like the clothes they wear? Do you not like when they blow their front yards? Does it bring up anger? What emotions are coming up for you? Awareness. The only way to change your habits and what you've been doing and the way you've been living is by writing it down and looking at it. And don't use it as judgment. Go, wow, why do I really hate that neighbor? Or why do I gossip about them? Or why do I not recycle? You know, look at every aspect of your life and say, how am I living? Because separation is an illusion. I am. I, every cause and effect of every single thing I do is affecting everything in the world. Every time I flush a toilet, I'm using water. Every time I use a garbage disposal or recycle, whatever I do um, is, is, is a choice, is, is showing. Separation is an illusion. When I go out and say, oh, I'm so proud to be a Democrat or Republican and I'm voting this or doing is it separation or illusion saying, this is America. And how you vote, I totally respect that we live in a country of choice. And I have reverent respect for whatever way you vote. I may disagree politically, philosophically, but, you know, I, I respect that. So awareness. Be aware of family members, friends, coworkers. Uh, be, become aware of tasks, meetings, work, carpools. How are you living out that separation is an illusion? Emotions. You know, worry, expectations, excuses, fear, anger. Are you complaining all the time? That sends out waves. That affects, you could be killing your, your plant in the front yard if you're griping too much and standing by the plant. Your poor dog, it could be affecting their immune system. And I have news for you. It will be affecting your children and your marriage and at work. So become aware. And also um, money. Uh, how are you giving? Are you sharing your money? Are you concerned about uh, poverty in our country and how can people make a living wage instead of a minimum wage so that we can all live abundant lives and have families? And also time. Are, are you spending positive time? Are you using time drainers? Okay? This also has to do with separations and illusion. The more that you relish and cherish time, the more you feel connected to other things and you won't feel so rushed. You'll have, you know, this wonderful, wonderful experience. So next is choice. We have choices. So you become aware, write things down, don't, no judgment, just awareness. And, ooh, isn't that interesting? Curiosity. Think, well, that's curious that I would hate that person. Or it's curious that I just haven't recycled and I know I should. So what new choices can you make? You are causal. You are responsible. So now that you know through awareness you can change your perception and change your situation. Okay, so it's really important. Next is A-C-E, is your energy and experience. How do you feel with this new philosophy or spirituality that everything's connected? Everything you do is changing you, your family, at work, the universe. Every thought, word, and action you have is a wave into the universe that changes everything. So... One of the final things I want to talk about is become a leader. We need you. Spread the word. Live this philosophy out in your life. Your world will change. You'll change our world. You, you, you. Because you're going to know what? Your attitude's going to change your neighbor. They're going to see the light in you. And they're, you know, you, you're a guiding light for people. Remember, in the old Sermon on the Mount, don't put your light under a bushel basket. Put it on top and you'll light up the world. Change. Our world will change because of you. You're a midwife. You're a midwife to our new world of community and correct connection.
We use that word super spreader. Be a super spreader. Spread this love and philosophy and caring. We are all a part of the web of life. So I'm leaving you with separations and illusion as we go into our election day, as we go into this holiday season where everybody's trying to separate everybody. Not everybody. This whole theme, though, is causing such destruction and pain and suffering in our world. Okay? Be a super spreader. Become a leader. Because separation is an illusion. I am Dr. Kathleen Hall. This is the way I see it. Please, if you want more information or want to contact me about an idea for a story, go to info at OurOurMLN.com or info at MindfulLivingNetwork.com. Sign up for our newsletter. It's fabulous. It'll help, literally help save your life, and it's pretty fun and pretty cool, and I happen to love it, of course. But, you know, get in contact with us. We love you. We hope we're serving you in an appropriate way. If not, or if we can do more, please let us know. And again, I am Dr. Kathleen Hall. And again, separation's an illusion. So I'm just going to sign off with feeling your heartbeat, feeling that blood flow through your body, feeling your love wherever you are in the world. Please go out and be a super spreader. Thank you so much.